I know what you're gonna say. You hit a cop. Are you insane? Oh, that. Look, I found her. What are you talking about? The nanny from hell? She's my ex-husband's new girlfriend. You know you just pissed away your bail bond, right? There'll be an arrest warrant out for you within the hour. I know. Listen to me, Leah. Come in now. And maybe I can salvage something from this fiasco. Not yet. I need more proof. Proof of what? That they're in this together. Look, you're my lawyer, aren't you? Just cover for me. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening to Television Movie Nights, your home and resource for made-for-TV movies. We're here in the tail end of February with one more story of love gone wrong. But first yeah. and foremost, Mark, how you doing? Uh, Andrew, I'm great, as everybody knows. And as we've said repeatedly, uh, February is the shortest month. So we only do two episodes. That's how it's always been. That's how it's always been. That's how it's always going to be. You find one example where we recorded more episodes in February. I or, dare you. I dare you. Or find a single episode where we don't mention that we only do two episodes in February. We talked about it at Christmas. We talked about it at Thanksgiving. Yeah. We talked about it during my big Super Bowl live show. All right. Right. I was not invited to that. Well, that's it's a clerical oversight, if anything. But uh, oh, I'm sure well, I'll fair. I'll have the I'll have the front office check. I I, I swear I signed the card. I remember. I remember. Yeah, who's who's the that card. new girl on the desk? The one that sounds like <laughs> you with a high voice. She's always messing things up when it comes to sending you like paychecks, invitations, court notices. Yeah, uh, you you got to talk to her. I'll let her know. But Andrewina, I think she said her name was. She. But she it, said it like she it, wasn't like, sure. Yeah, was there was a big, like, there was a big pause, like a Druina, and I, I, I think that's like Slavic. Yeah, there must, there must be all sorts of umlauts and weird, weird pronunciations on that, because it also sounded like under her breath she said, "Is he buying this?" <laughs> and a paper shredder, a very loud paper shredder in the background <laughs> of this entire conversation. Mark, what are you up to? Uh, we, I don't got no, I don't got no fucking job no more. You don't have a job? I thought you had something coming up. I got something coming up, but right now we're in the, we're in the, we're in the salad days here in 2022. Andrew, I have exciting news. Yes, go ahead, caller. I have joined the AMC A list, hmm. so I can see three movies a week if I so want. You can see Nicole Kidman tell you about why theater is important. Okay, now this is here's the thing. Yes. I saw I read an interview with her mm -hmm. and the interviewer mentioned because it was like a lead up to the Oscars thing. And the interviewer was just like, say, so by the way, I don't know if you know this, but that like AMC promo that you did, it's like kind of a big deal on the Internet. Yeah, people were like it ironically. <laughs> Do you know uh, about this? Did you read this? I did. I did read this story. Yes. So for those for those listeners who don't have AMC's in your neck of the woods uh maybe you have a sin mark or a regal uh or god forbid an alamo draft house <laughs> you're you're a pretentious prick i like to like that place uh amc for the hand, last handful of months of when the theaters reopened we're running this promo of famous 
film actress Nicole Kidman, Nicole Kidman walking into a theater by herself. And there's this very long monologue from her about why cinema, why, why theater, why we love going to the movies is important. And she like sits down right in the center. She's the only one in the theater. She's enjoying a popped corn. Yeah. And one and single popped corn. And it's like, here's cars three or whatever they like the, the films that they splice together in this promo also are, like Nicole Kidman is never going to go see Jackass <laughs> forever. <laughs> well, no, it's La La Land. It was it used to be La La Land. They've changed it. Do they update it? They've updated it, and some people were mad because they've also cut down lines. Oh no, you can't it. cut a second of that. But I also saw on Twitter that at some points people were handing out. Uh, someone had transcribed it. Yeah, and before a screening of, I want to say Spider Man. They were handing out basically uh, hymnals <laughs> so that you could recite. So along. you could recite along with Nicole Kidman as she talked about loving theater. So let me just say this. The very first time that I saw this, someone behind me very dismissively stated in the middle of the thing, Nicole Kidman has never set foot in an AMC. <laughs> that man and has I never like, drank probably. a dump in his life. <laughs> I, like, I guess maybe, but this was something that this person was really upset about. Anyways, she might I, at some point in her life, she's gone to an AMC. I there. I'm sure she went to a premiere of something in the AMC that's in. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Times Square. Probably. I'm sure she's been to an AMC anyways. So. In the interview, she says, oh, I didn't know that. And then she says, but heartbreak does feel good in a movie theater, <laughs> which is a direct line, which makes me think like, wait did a minute, she did write she this? write her own? <laughs> which would be amazing. That would that switches me all of a sudden because I'm like, now I love it. If she's like, no, nah, I got this, guys. No, they, they went to her and they're like, we want you to just talk directly to the camera. And they're like, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to the theater. I'd like to remind you, no smoking. <laughs> Trash receptacles are right outside the door. And as always, if you do have an issue, just find an usher. Find they will be able to help ushers you out. In the black shirts. Uh, all right. Thanks. Enjoy. And she like looks at the paper. She's like, oh, God, jackass forever. Jackass forever. <laughs> under, under protest. Jackass forever. 2019's Morbius. Wait, oh. what year is the? Oh no! Oh, they no. can't food in this dog. Oh, this thing's gonna suck. <laughs> they should just do this VOD. It's gonna be terrible. Guys, it's like around. That, it's just like go. that New Mutants movie that that Disney had the like an albatross around their neck. Oh, like, they just God, dumped damn, it during we pandemic. Gotta release oh, this. Such a terrible movie. <laughs> Instead, she's like, uh, "I'd like to present something I've prepared myself," and they're like, "Yeah." I mean, we got 30 minutes before lunch, so I guess go ahead. You can work it out, then go for it. Um, But there was a similar one that was uh, that was quickly pulled. That was Vin Diesel uh, sitting down in a chair and saying the movies, the popcorn, the cinema, the movies. And I'm wondering if that if he also wrote that one. (laughs) (laughs) It would just be like, uh the movies, uh, uh, the chair. It's like an improv game. It's like, I want you to list all the things that you would see in a movie theater. No, it, it, it felt more like uh, when Trump had to like, just had to describe man, the cognitive person, test. Person, camera, dog, camera, man, woman, light, TV. 
So they're like, describe everything in the room to you right now. Is yeah. the movies, uh, popcorn, uh, music, sound. The next, next clue, next clue, pass, pass. No, they, they, Vin, then Vin Diesel's like, and I drew that clock you asked me to draw. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, but you're a part of the A list now, is what you're trying to tell I'm us. Part of the A list. So, Andrew, if you ever want to see a movie that you don't want to see, but don't want to pay for it, hit me up did you have to sadly replace was it like uh or, you know like a jersey coming down from the rafters uh your your uh, landmark card no it's my arc light my oh, yeah, arc light, your arc light. yes yes lost yes. but not forgotten because uh well, i should get a, i should get one of those things for your the back of your car that i never understood that people put like in memoriam of someone that died but it'll be the arc light yeah and then it'll say not all who wander are lost has anyone purchased the uh, the Cinerama Dome? Has, has that, has that, that been passed that, anybody? That space, ha- last I read, that space had been purchased and someone was applying for a the necessary licenses to operate a theater and bar. Hmm. But that uh, the thing that I read in Deadline was like, don't get your hopes up. Nothing's going to happen yeah. for like two more years. It's not the arc light. The Arclight at the, the Sherman Oaks Galleria, I believe, is now an AMC. Or no, that's a Regal. That's a Regal, which they have. Uh, see, this is see. You know, you got your Nicole Kidman's uh, doing what does whatever. Regal, have, Regal, Regal has, uh, if I remember correctly, Regal has the cinematic roller coaster. Yeah, I love that. You're riding on a where you're film going reel. forward and then the popcorn explodes yeah, and you drop it's, down. It's, oh yeah, my that's, god, that's good. That's scariest time of my life. If they were doing the D box thing and that like the seats moved while you were doing that, oh my god, I'd never leave. And and it's like rendered on a uh, PS2. Yes, it's incredible. They've been playing it for what seems like decades. Yeah, but again, if you want to get amped to go see, drive my car, licorice pizza, <laughs> and you you see this thing first, you're just like heart stopping. Yeah. Norwegian sweetheart, uh, dr- uh, the worst person in the world. Uh, well, that's that's exciting. Okay, so I, I get what are we what are we gonna go see? What's a movie that that I don't want to pay full price for? Jackass Forever. I would pay full price. Honestly, if it wasn't, we weren't still quietly telling ourselves that we weren't in a pandemic. Jackass Forever, I would have seen opening night. That is a that is a you got to see it with a group of people movie. All right. Well, I don't want to pay for it. So if you want to see Jackass forever, let me know. <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it's going to be Mobius is what it's going to be. We're going to see Mobius. We're gonna but see- we're, they're going to be like, you know, you're not supposed to uh, use the three movies a week on the same movie, just three separate times, three times in a row. Like, hey, like, we'll, we'll tell you. I'm aware. To, <laughs> I'm not, I don't tell you how to do your fucking job. Run it again. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's no one else for the next screening. All right. <laughs> Roll it again. He's a vampire. He but makes like, himself nice. into a vampire. All right. Michael Keaton fulfills like some sort of contractual obligation. <laughs> he said, you got to be in two of these fucking things. And he's like, oh, cool. So I'm going to be in like the, the one with Dr. Strange. And they're like, yeah, we could talk about that. We're working on it. That's you know, this will come out in like 2019, and then it'll just and then you don't even have to think about it anymore, man. Just, and you can do, do, do it do and all the done. Batmans you want to do. You want to do a 
a multiplicity sequel. Just, just, but whatever. You, you don't even open after 2019. Don't right? even worry about it. All right. Yeah, I mean, you'll have to do the the circuit to promote it, but sure, but it'll pay for that. It'll be fun. You go on the hot ones. You talk to Colbert in 2019, and then that's it. It's like a week's worth of work. <sighs> that poor three man. years later, <laughs> it's like this Morbius is just fucking millstone around my neck you can't you can't promote anything else until you pr- you promote morbius morbius <laughs> god damn well uh speaking of millstone around our neck i'd television- like to know what you talked about at thanksgiving mr keaton <laughs> morbius that's right because you had to <laughs> it's contractually obligated to bring up at a family setting that uh, Jared Leto's not as big of an asshole as we'd like to think he is. This turkey is very dry, but because I am playing, am I Morbius? Is that what <laughs> what's going on in this? Like, just say the just say Morbius six times. All right, you're fine. It's like, it's like I I want to say I'm the Vulture, but I also might be Birdman in this one. I don't know actually. Oh, that would be great. He should be. They should do that. He should be Birdman. He should just show up as Birdman. He should be Birdman. Yeah, yeah. Then they could tie it in with the cinematic universe of, of what's that director who won all those Oscars? Uh, Inaritu. Yeah, he won two years in a row. Yeah, there's it's a revenant. The revenant shows up, and then also the thing from the from Gravity Falls. <laughs> then they're all in the same movie, and, and then you find to... you find out that he didn't jump out of the building; he flew away. Yeah. In our auto. He's cool. Television movie night, Mark. Your home right. resource for made for TV movies in the month of February. Short month. It's a, it was a short <laughs> so month. We only did two episodes. It's a short month, February. I want that month. Uh, I want to a refund. And I want that month fired from the year. Uh, we've been watching Love Gone Wrong films. Last time we watched The Black Widow Murders, but this time. We've watched the most recent offering that we've had so far here on Television Movie Night, made last year one of the greatest years of our lives, Mark. 2021. 2021. Uh, We watched My Husband's Killer Girlfriend. And we're going to talk about it at length in the segment I like to call, Well, What Do You Know? Mark, My Husband's killer girlfriend what do you know about this lady what do we what do we know what do we know (laughs) i know that this is a lifetime movie it is a lifetime movie i know that it came out in 2021 that is correct and i know that its title has kept me awake at night because (laughs) it's my husband's my killer my husband's killer 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 girlfriend girlfriend. so it's not my ex-husband's nope it's my husband's. I feel like the X would have been too much. They, they were like, that's too much bad. So they've got an open thing. And then that it says killer. Because I'm like, is that like a 90s? Like, oh, she's a she's a kill. This is a killer song, man. Yeah. She's, or no, she's great. Or am I supposed to take it literally? Or is it a, meant to be a play on words from the 90s? I think it's supposed to be a play on my super ex-girlfriend. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> Uma Thurman's in it. Uma Thurman, um, Luke Wilson. Oh, my God. 
how come you know the everything everyone's always like, oh i love superhero movies but then the ones that aren't marvel or dc they just fall by the wayside why are we talking about hancock ladies and gentlemen yes our favorite alcoholic superhero where he like is in love with his sister or something i don't remember what <laughs> it's what got is- jason bateman in it he like swears a lot they make the they put a thing on the moon and it's good he like the ball goes over the fence when he's in prison he jumps the fence to get the ball but then he comes comes back back. uh he orgasms and nearly kills a woman yeah bad bad movie bad movie but they like were out of the box immediately talking about a sequel to that thing oh yeah oh yeah Uh, andrew bright ladies and gentlemen netflix is bright right remember me <laughs> somehow remember me is a superhero movie. Yeah, we, we don't see him die what if what if it's like invincible what or if it's like fantastic four where it's like i know what we should call today <laughs> number 11 <laughs> think about it uh, my husband's killer girlfriend premiered on April 24th, 2021 on the Lifetime Network. It's like 11 months ago. It's just, we're celebrating. We're going to, well, we're going to celebrate the anniversary here. The next Obviously. couple months. So get, uh, I don't get know excited about celebrate more like commemorate. Like we're <laughs> just have a moment of silence by just a reflecting a, a pool. solemn, a solemn head, uh, a nod. And we'll just, uh, we just have to soldier on with our lives. It, it, it my husband's killer girlfriend was something we weren't preparing to deal with but now it's here and <laughs> it's it's, here. we have to just deal with it this was starring cindy busby of course from diary of a wimpy kid oh that's a property i, I believe she's listed as like attractive 80s girl yeah the big year with, with now, Jack Black I, I and literally, Steve I, Martin? I saw this poster and I was like, I like it's, it's Jack Black, Steve Martin, Owen Wilson. And, and I stared at it. They're bird watchers. They're bird watchers. And I stared at this poster and I was like, this is made up. I I have no recollection of this movie. Uh, I remember seeing the trailer for this movie and I was like, I like these three guys. But this movie's going to be a dog. It's like monumental monument men. Is another one where it's like big names in it, and you're like nobody saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I I saw that on uh I saw that on a, a airplane Showtime. I saw ah. it on Showtime, and I was like, yeah, this was not good. And a recurring character on Supernatural, also starring Lane Edwards from, I guess, a recurring character on Riverdale. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, a movie called The Shack. Yeah. And a recurring character on Netflix's Virgin River starring Tim Matheson. You ever hear of this show? I've never heard of this show. I, I, my, my girlfriend watches it and it's just on in the background and it just is just it's pleasant. Is I'm sorry. Is The Shack the one where a guy it's samuel jackson and he throws his badge against the wall no that's shaft richard roundtree's in it for a second that's shaft okay is the shack the one the one with um sam worthington and he's it's like a it's like a chicken soup for the soul story do you remember this 
you mean life of dog? What was that one where they they're like, it's a dog and it's like five dogs. You know what I'm talking about? You know that movie? Uh, a dog's purpose. A dog's purpose. Yes. I have, uh, no, I have no idea what the shack's about. All right. You have no idea what I'm saying. Good. I like it. Also starring at Chelsea Reist from the 100. Uh, yes, she's from the 100. That is correct. Uh, she's and also a in web a, series. Yes, she is. <laughs> you know what the name of the web series is? Uh, regeneration. It was a. It apparently it, it was like I, I looked at the IMDb and it like it was like multiple award winner. And I was like, of what? It was like a Canadian award winner of whatever this web series is. Uh, cleverly, it says TV show on IMDb. And I'm like, no, no, no. That's, uh, that's you're not fooling series. me. Narco Leap is the Narco Leap, right? Narco-leap. It's a narcoleptic who is doing quantum leaps. Yes. So every time she falls asleep, she slides into another person's body. Also, uh, in the film Benchwarmers 2, Breaking Balls. Uh, is that does that one have Jared Hess? Uh, Napoleon Dynamite, you're saying, yeah. or it does not? No, I believe because I believe he, he was in the first bench warmers. He was. It was him, and it was uh, Rob, Rob Schneider, uh, Rob Schneider, and David Spade, and they are three guys who take on like a little league team. Hilarious. Uh, the second one stars Chris Klein. He's an he's a name from the American Pie franchise. Yeah, collection. I'm assuming it's hysterical. Uh, written by Paul A. Burkett, who has a laundry list of other similarly <laughs> titled films of, of the Lifetime variety, including Woman on the Run. Yeah, My Husband's Deadly Past. Okay, see, that title makes sense. Hotwired in Suburbia. That's stupid. And Arachno Quake. <laughs> so spiders cause an earthquake or an earthquake causes I, spiders? I would think the I would think the earthquake opens up spiders allowing it to come out. Sure. Yeah. Because how, you know, unless it's a big spider, how's that? How are they going to cause an earthquake? Also, this was directed by Troy Scott, who, for the most part, appears to be a second unit director of some known stuff, including uh, he was the second unit director on Butterfly Effect. Uh, with Ashton Kutcher. Two. Oh, without Ashton Kutcher. Because <laughs> he, he dies in the first one. He, he Butterflies affects himself back to the womb and strangles himself. Oh, Mark. that's right. I remember that. Remember me? <laughs> uh, also, second unit on Scary Movie 3 and second unit on Arrow. Oh, second unit director on Arrow. That means um, all the close-ups all the- of arrows wiggling in a wall. Yeah, uh, hands, insert hands, pulling arrow out of quiver. Yeah, uh, uh, hack, uh, a woman's hack fingers hacking. On keyboard, I'm guessing a majority of the stuff with Steve Aoki is probably also the second unit. He probably wasn't, you know, they got a schedule around that guy. Yeah, you, you sent, yeah, you send someone to a club where Steve Aoki already is. And he's like bumping, he's like nodding his head and uh, insert hand, DJ hands on turntables. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it all looks great. It all just 
I had assumed that was primary principal photography, but no, that was all Troy Scott. That's yeah. Mark, before we jump in, what did you think my husband's killer girlfriend was going to be about? Thought it was going to be about polyg- uh, polygamous and uh, <laughs> somebody's one of the new, new, the new members lady. Yeah. is a killer. That's mm. what I thought it would be. So multiple girlfriends of a single guy. So a single and then- guy who is married to one woman. Yes, but uh, they're okay with it. They're polyamorous. It could be polyamory. It could be polygamy. I'm not sure. Open relationship, but uh, somehow the husband ends up bringing in a killer. But based on the title, if they're not currently married, I will be very upset. Well, we'll see what happens. I just feel, you know, if you said it was my ex-husband's killer girlfriend, it just feels that's a that's too much. Ladies and gentlemen, that's can you say my things. ex's killer girlfriend? <sighs> no. Okay. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Well, I had to ask. <laughs> what about my ask, what about my know. what about my former husband's killer girlfriend? <laughs> my previous husband's killer girlfriend. Yeah. Just my previous really... husband's current curler killer girlfriend. Uh, or my previous husband's girlfriend who is currently a killer. And with my husband. And with my husband. With my ex-husband, that is, rather. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. We are not together. That's on me. I misspoke. (laughs) Are you still taking this down? Semicolon. uh, Lifetime original. (laughs) Well, let's jump in. Act one, Mark. Over credits. We see that someone is folding clothes. Ominously. Ominously. It looks like we're in like a nursery or a kid's room. There's a bunch of wigs on mannequin heads. And we're also getting uh, an incredible title treatment. Oh, they must have spent (laughs) upwards of $5. The best that iMovie can provide. It slides in. Standard font. And it slides out. Slide in, slide out. The best part, though, is that uh, when the title of the movie comes up, it says, my husband's killer girlfriend. Based on the title treatment, it looks like you're supposed to whisper the word killer. Did you notice it italics? No, it's it's, it's like my husband's and then very small killer killer. girlfriend. So I don't know if we're just supposed to like gloss over. We're like, oh, my husband's girlfriend. Okay, okay, that's weird. But what's that? Oh, killer. Oh, my God. That's what I would lead with. That's that you've buried the lead here. Uh, we then cut to Leah's house uh, in one of several awful model home monstrosities <laughs> that every single character in this in this entire movie lives in. What are you talking of? This is a home that a person lives yeah, in. Oh, absolutely. It look I can tell. I see it's it. lived in. Nothing is like part of the model. <laughs> Rena Center uh, equipment that they brought in. Everybody has real pictures and real, not just some yes. person on a beach. And you can tell that there's it's, it's just a comfortable place that you would want to live inside of. Yes. Certainly isn't just just the most sterile, awful model home. And it's just these just in a just a, it's a it's disgusting. To think about that they just, you know, people just slapping these homes up and around wherever this was shot. I don't I think this is supposed to be set in like Atlanta, but it's pretty clear. It's all it was shot in Canada. Yeah, but 
uh, everyone lives in the same house is what it feels like. Cause you see one of these, with all the same furniture, with all the same furniture, all the same. We went to home Depot and put these fixture, these they're, they're not, they're white. The cabinets are white and glossy. So that's so, nice. And we got a, we got a farm sink. It's a, it's big. The faucet's big. I know and what extends a farm over. sink It's, a, it's yeah. a farm sink. It's a dual door refrigerator, Mark. Open floor plan. It's open. You it's can put like the big just couch one room. there. It's, it's nice. All right. Leah is interviewing new babysitters when uh, a babysitter named uh, Nannies, to be clear, uh, yeah. a nanny named Valerie shows up. Valerie seems very suspect because she's got like sunglasses and an obvious wig on. <laughs> and she's shifting around she's seems like, to know too much about this place already looking out the window like every 20 seconds but leah nothing no, this doesn't this passes the smell test in leah's part she's like i like the cut of your jib leah says i like that you asked me right away if i was a cop and then told me that i had to tell you if i was a cop i also appreciate the obvious ankle host holster you've got on underneath your pants <laughs> uh she uh but leah says well you got great reference this is how you and i interview it's like you got great references <laughs> you seem like you get along with everyone but you're i definitely shift- followed up on these references and we're like yeah we're like oh thank god <laughs> but you're shifty and you're just constantly moving around you're sweating a lot as well and like yeah you keep adjusting your wig <laughs> so do i have the job or not because i i really need this all right what do we do? How do we do on advances? I'm going to need the first month or two. Now. Just, just, I, like literally, like before I leave this room. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. All right. Forward. I like that too. I like this. Leah tells us, tells us the audience. Who, she also technically tells this to Valerie, but she tells us the audience. Yeah. Like, I want to, I just want to ever get out of this, out of this. I'm divorced. Okay. Uh, but she also has to go out of town for three days because of the big business convention. I this is this is this is a big deal, all right. She's got the she's got the she's got the Glen Gary. She's got the leads, all right. She's I gotta, gotta go. I gotta follow these down. She gotta go out of town for three days, so she's like, uh, I guess you could just put your wig in the spare bedroom. So she has to go it. out of town for three days, like right now. Yeah, like in an hour. She's like, like the cab is outside. So it's either you or I put this girl in a dog kennel and I take her <laughs> to the pound. Okay. So I guess you, uh, so she's Lee- very, she's already down with submissive peeing. <laughs> so I feel like I can get one over on the dog pound people. <laughs> Leah says, yeah, fuck it. Whatever. You got the job. Leah leaves for the airport. Uh, and she's like, Oh, look at you two. Let me take a picture of you two. And Valerie sneezes right in the middle of it, but she doesn't like, like doesn't want her picture taken. Goddamn cabs here. You got to go, man. This wig is itchy. All right. Like I pulled it out of a dumpster outside of like a like a rec center performance of Peter Pan. <laughs> I don't know what the hell they why they threw it away, but I think I figured it out now. Uh, she also paid Whoever her- was playing Tiger Lily he definitely had uh, lice. <laughs> she also uh, pays in cash. She's like, yeah, we'll handle the paperwork later. Wink. Wink. 
hands and then like goes into her purse and comes out with like what seemed like 1500 bucks well that's why she's so comfortable with her she's like you're a criminal i'm a criminal <laughs> i'm walking around with a lot of cash in i got all, I, exactly i got a, the cab first of all i'm taking a cab not an uber there's no fucking way that the uh, credit card machine in this thing is going to work. Yeah. Quote unquote work. So, so. it's going to be another 500 bucks for this fucking asshole. Uh, so no paper trail. She's like, yeah, let's uh, let's keep our secrets to ourselves. <laughs> Adam. My daughter has some allergies. I'm sure you'll figure them out. You'll See you just- in three days. <laughs> She'll tell you or she won't. I don't know. There's an EpiPen. I want to say in the bathroom where this house has like six of them. So you should probably scout it out ahead of time. Bye. Also, I think I have a dog in there, too. Ah. <laughs> Adam, the ex-husband calls as Leah heads off to the airport. And it turns out it's a fucking kid. Emma's birthday this week. She's like, ah, fuck. His mom kind of sucks. She does. She's she like left her kid with a stranger for three she, days. She's like, I talked to this lady for probably five minutes. She seems like a good egg. I gave her fifteen hundred bucks in cash <laughs> and the keys to my place and said, eh, don't burn the place down. Feed my kid if you can. I, <laughs> just put it in a dish, put it on the floor. Yeah, she, she it seems weird, but that's the only way she'll eat. She'll be fussy, to. but if she gets hungry, she'll eat it. Yeah. The food's right there, right? Dinosaur right chicken there. nuggets are going if she's hungry. The two of them argue over the phone, uh, but then Leah <laughs> Leah hangs up on Adam and then calls Valerie back, and she's like, "Oh, by the way, it's the brat's birthday this week." So over fifteen hundred dollars. There's an unopened bottle of Crown Royal in the cabinet. Put a bow on it and call She'll it a love day. It. <laughs> <laughs> She loves that cabinet. Let me tell you. All right. It, it already comes in a little it's velvet got, It's thing. got a it little bag. Like a just tie it closed. Put a card on it. says from mom. She'll know who you're talking about. That's fine. In, in Washington District of Columbia, Leah can't get in touch with Valerie. Oh, fuck. <laughs> She's like, ah, this <laughs> fool me once. Shame on you. This, fool you know me what? eight times. Shame on me. This is a mistake. I made him. I, I goofed. That's a whoops on my part. Leah continues to call and call and call, but gets no response. She decides to head uh, back from Washington District of Columbia. So all we see is like a hotel set. That's the best part is it's just interior of some bedroom. No, like they they make sure (laughs) was what were the writers or directors talking about this? And they were like, well, we need to know if she ate. And they're like, (laughs) well, all right, so we'll pay a scene of her ordering Chinese food and having it delivered. And they're yeah. like, thank you. That was yeah. my one note. Everything else in this script is airtight. It's it's I can't think of any way the logic police are going to break this one apart. But if they were like, oh, she was sitting in her hotel room for multiple hours and didn't have anything to eat. Mm, OK. Uh, she decides Why doesn't she call her neighbor. There's a lot of check on my kid. The police. Uh, She should have. She should have called the cops and been like, it's her birthday. And she's always wanted to hold a gun. Just go over. (laughs) Go over. Sirens blaring. Give her a gun. She'll have a she'll have a blast. You'll really fire it once or twice and then call it a night. She'll tuck her out. She's probably drunk. She. 
if she's gotten her into her other birthday present, she's absolutely drunk. <laughs> uh, at so she decides to head back to uh, uh, Mega City One, wherever. wherever wherever the hell this place is. Toronto. She, she gets Three. back to the house and the cops are there, and she's like, "Oh, it's, uh, I knew it was going to happen." Yeah. <laughs> at the house, the cops are there saying that uh, her daughter had been left alone. And is at the hospital currently for dehydration, but also there was a break in at her ex husband's place. Yes. So a the, lot is going on. Leah gets in her car and peels out to go to the, the cops. Are, <laughs> the cops are like, we need to talk to you. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, Jumps I just, into her own car and drives away. I just got to, I have to just. <laughs> At the hospital, Adam is there, the ex-husband, and she gives Leah shit. Uh, and she's like, no, it's the nanny. I, the friend. I left her with a stranger. This isn't on me. You know, Miss Fine. The nanny. You know, the CBS sitcom. The nanny. Starring Fran Drescher. But she's like, I, I hired this nanny. I, she had references, I think. I don't remember. <laughs> I talked to her for 10 minutes. The cab was waiting for me. They was laying on the horn. I didn't want to pay that guy extra. So I just yeah, said, it's like, fuck it. Put the boy. Just... I, I knew about this conference six months ago, but I decided to wait until now to do it. Uh, the cops show up and uh, they also, the cops show up and they're like, we're arresting you for the the, the breaking and entering at Adams. Yeah. Uh, but like they obviously saw her pull up in a cab. It's easy to prove that she was out of the state. It was, it's easy to prove she was out of the state. Cause she's like, I have an airline ticket. And yes. that like, you saw me around, obviously had to land at the airport. Then she obviously had to take the cab. She could be a person of interest, but the fact that they like detain and arrest her right then and there, for this breaking and entering for a thing that happened the night before when she was, when she was obviously gone. at the hotel uh, is a little silly. Ask the, ask the guy that brought me Chinese food. <laughs> that guy saw me. He'll vouch for me. While getting interrogated at the, uh, the, the uh, police station, the chief detective says, well, uh, this all sounds crazy. You sound crazy lady. Cause the lady's like, because Leah is saying, I hired this nanny and the nanny flaked on me. And now the daughter's here and there's a breaking and entering at my ex-husband's place. I got nothing to do with any of this because uh, uh, she's like, well, do you have a picture of this lady? And she's like, yeah, here's a picture of her sneezing. <laughs> says, this is George Ort's sneeze. This is one of the first uh, Edison uh vi- pick vi- videos or movies ever made it's a guy sneezing yeah and she's like i only see someone getting uh, an elephant getting electrocuted here and she's like oh, oh that's another one hang that's, on scroll down uh and then I'm she's looking like, at well, frankenstein but it's not the one i know <laughs> okay well yeah that that's another one um no she says you sound crazy because the actress sounds crazy yes her it's performance a- is you think I am doing what? <laughs> because uh, she's like, well, you don't have a picture of this lady. And you say that her name is Valerie, whatever, but you don't have any paperwork of her. You didn't bother to like look at a driver's license. And uh, uh, on top of that, um, 
she's like, oh, well, I've been receiving texts from this lady with pictures of my fucking kid. And then she hands over the phone and the texts Nothing. are gone. Nothing. And in my mind, I'm like, wait, well, how? How did that happen? How, Mark? How did that happen? I'm not sure. I don't know. Right. Wait a minute. Andrew, if I delete a text that I send to you, it, it doesn't delete it. on your end? No, man. Sorry. Oh. It's 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 a two. It's it takes two oh, to no. tango on that. Oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh um, boy. I, can I see your phone for a second? <laughs> all right. I need to talk to you, all of my exes, and a lot of bosses my that I've had. Boss, <laughs> and the president <laughs> and the previous president. Mm-hmm. And the one before that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't have time to remember their names, but uh, yeah, I'm going to have to get them on the horn. Yeah. Uh, she's like, well, you're, you sound lady, you sound crazy. And I look, I work in the, I work in the illustrious mega city police department. We deal with a lot of crazy people and ladies sound crazy. Lady, you're a crazy person. <laughs> and she's like, oh, maybe I should lawyer up. So she calls her lawyer and her lawyer says, uh, yeah, you do sound crazy. Uh, and the police said to stay away from your daughter. So stay away from your daughter for right now, please. Also, if everything you're saying is true, it's still criminal negligence because you still left your kid with a stranger. Yeah, it, you'd both be culpable, but you're the one that they got. And they don't know where this mystery woman is. Yeah. And you didn't do due diligence Anything. to like find out about this woman other than like Mark and Andrew said, yeah, I think I know her. She seems all right. She seems okay. <laughs> Two known perverts said she was all right. <laughs> she never did nothing to me. Uh, Leah, however, goes to harass her neighbor, who was the one that <laughs> called about the police, called the police in the first place because she heard the daughter crying next door. Yes. And she's like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> I'll you kill you. Bitch. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> You're in this on movie this. does no does Leah no favors in being like she's not crazy. It's no, totally she, fine. She Everything she up, does, she stomps up to her elderly neighbor and she's like, "You call the fucking police on a crying girl locked in a house? <laughs> Fuck you! I'll kill you! I swear to God, I'll kill you!" Because she's she's like, "Did you you didn't see any fucking person that had a wig on?" <laughs> No, if I saw a person was there, I wouldn't have called the police. That's the thing. And also, like, I'm not in charge of scoping out your place. I heard I heard I was trying to enjoy my Lawrence Welk programs. And in a nice instead, I got to hear over here watching me TV. They're doing a classic. Um, They're doing a green acres of mash. They're doing a green acres marathon. I got to see Wilbur the pig hysterical. They're doing Meanwhile, mash. Then they're doing Hogan's heroes. It's fun. I got to hear your fucking brat crying all day. So I called the cops. All right, lady. I it I, was a chicken. Lady. Turns out it was a baby. <laughs> it was a baby. And lady, we live in absolute monstrous caves. All right. The sound <laughs> throws for a mile. If I lived in a house that had furniture that I bought myself, maybe that would be different. Instead, everything in here is just a cardboard box. Got model home furniture. It sucks. I live in a goddamn Ikea. All right. My computer is made. It's cardboard. All right. It doesn't exist. But I still use it to talk to my grandchildren. <laughs> 
Well, she Leah leaves. She's like, all right, I'm getting nowhere. This is Leah leaves after threatening her ex a lot. Gets the cops called on her from the neighbor, but Leah decides to go and uh, harass her ex husband, uh, who we find who, out. Who is, haven't I harassed today? She's like, let's uh, see, let's see. We got it. We got. Okay, All right. I can't go harass daughter. Yeah, lawyer said not to do lawyer that. Lawyer said not to do that. Let's harass see. Harass the uh, neighbor. Person right. who gave me dirty look at intersection. Don't know where they are right now, but I'll find them. All right, the day's still. I still got a couple more hours. She goes to her husband's work and is told that uh, the husband, he was a lawyer, is out to dinner with the partners. Ooh. Uh, she says, "I know where they eat." <laughs> <laughs> at, a rest, at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and there's only one into, of those in town. <laughs> stomps into every restaurant she can. She eventually meets up with Adam and the partners. And also she goes to a Panda Express. And even the people there are like, I wouldn't call this a restaurant. <laughs> it's a place you can eat. It's an establishment. It's not a restaurant. No. I, I, you, we've got trays full of food. I, I don't think that makes it a restaurant. She goes uh, to harass Adam at his partner dinner and is also finds that uh, uh, Adam is with his new girlfriend, Mark. Perhaps Sam's you've heard wig. of her. She recognizes uh, Leah recognizes her as Valerie, but Adam says this is his new girlfriend who is a dental hygienist. He not makes a, a good point of this. He's like, she can't do anything wrong. She's a dental hygienist. She's a dental hygienist. Na- Mark, name one dental hygienist that has done anything wrong in your life. Nothing. I can't. You can't. Got- <laughs> it's They're the unsung heroes. All right. They come in. They set the things out for the dentist. They they do the they make the, small talk with you. They do the suction thing, and then they cl- they do the, the they do the the the. the, the to scrub your teeth after the dentist does the the pick stuff you know yeah they gotta they gotta have like a harry potter sorting hat to find people to be dentist dental hygienists because they're like you're a good person you can do this job <laughs> well leah decides to slap valerie around for good measure <laughs> she seems like a crazy person yeah she comes this in- is what i love about this movie is that it does nothing to dissuade you from thinking your hero is absolutely insane. Yeah, this ain't no uh, uh, a bride's revenge where it's like, oh, she's just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, is trying to deal You're with like, no, this woman is dangerous. This, this woman shouldn't be left alone with a child because yeah. she she didn't do anything now, but she's 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 quick quick to real hair trigger on in like 30 minutes 30 minutes after finding out that things aren't going the way she wants she has assaulted a woman she's attacked an old person it's it's amazing yeah she bellows at valerie slaps her around multiple times and then when the cops show up she runs away from the cops I think she hits a cop. Doesn't she, she shoves she shoves a cop down after giving Valerie a backhand and then she runs out of the restaurant. Yeah. The lead detective decides to call up uh, Leah's lawyer uh, and uh, which is a load of shit because the lawyer then leaks a bunch of information to the cops about the divorce proceedings. Yeah. And but it's OK, because the lawyer says, I'm, I shouldn't tell you this <laughs> off the Which, record. Legally, that makes it OK. That makes it OK. Then it's, it's, it's like, well, in, that, inadmissible. This is gossip. This is hot <laughs> gossip that I'm sharing with you. So that that doesn't count on deep background. Yeah, she's crazy. All right. It's out of her fucking mind. If I were you bring bring the heavy restraints when you catch her. 
the big butterfly nuts. <laughs> she says that the divorce isn't going well and that they were arguing over possessions more than the daughter involved in all of this. Meanwhile, then the lawyer calls Leah and she's like, so I know I asked you not to go near your daughter, which you didn't yet, which is good. So I like that. But I would I want to, as your lawyer, also suggest not striking people in a restaurant and also harassing your neighbor. That's on me. That That's I, on, I, I all I said was said stay away from your own kid. I, I should I, have also said, don't assault the police. Don't find a stranger and smack her in a restaurant in front of a bunch of people. And don't yell at your neighbor, no matter how elderly and infirm and well-meaning she is. So, I, I, in fact, I won't count this as a billable hour because that was on me. Because that right? was me. Now, I'm going to read you a list of other things you shouldn't do. Arson. Do you have access, do you have access to a, a gun or an open flame? I'm going to have to ask you to not to put those away, put those in a safe somewhere, put them with those those wherever they are and just walk away from them. Assuming you're not holding a torch currently, don't drop it. Then I want you to put that in a bucket of water, water specifically, nothing flammable. All right. Not just any liquid that you want to put that open flame in. And she's like, okay, all right. I'm jotting this down. (laughs) Hang on. I'm hang on. Let me put my torch down so that I can write this. No, 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 no. no. Oh. Oh God. She looks out the window, just a big plume of smoke. Yeah, just Notre Dame Cathedral is in flames. The uh, Leah says, well, you're my lawyer. Cover for me. And if I that were the is lawyer, not a lawyer's job, if I were the lawyer, I'd be like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what do you think a lawyer does? You found me out of the yellow pages 15 hours ago. All right. I asked it you makes put- me think it makes me think that the character was originally her friend. And they rewrote, they were like, just re- find and replace friend with lawyer. Yeah. And then, well, it didn't matter. Yes, it doesn't matter anyway, because all a majority of these conversations take place like driving and then talking on a speakerphone in a car. So yeah. they would, these were all shot. I don't know. You know, how, d- d- tell me how you made a movie during the pandemic, Andrew. I, I showed up in the middle of fucking nowhere, Minnesota (laughs) (laughs) and worked for like 25 straight days. All right. All right. Well, that's a good (laughs) And I didn't tell my bosses about it. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I'm, I'm busy. I'm really, I got, I got a lot of stuff going on. Okay. (laughs) We just need that one. Just, just a little string out from you, Andrew. Oh, it's coming. Oh, you'll get it. I'm going to get, I'm getting right out. You see how long the string out is. I'm going to get, I'm going to get right on this. Uh, Leah says, I got to go find proof that uh, the ex-girlfriend, the, the current girlfriend of my husband right now, potentially a killer. All right. Okay. I just, wa- just want to be sure of this. Yeah. No, you don't sound insane at all. Meanwhile. So, yes, yeah, as she's like, she's like, and I, so I have to put on a diaper because I don't want to stop to <laughs> use the bathroom. I okay? just keep driving and piss myself. Leah decides to go stake out Adam's house her ex-husband and sneaks around inside the girlfriend, Valerie talks to Adam and says, he's a good dad and they need to look past Leah. And this is enough to be like, all right, let's go bang. Yeah. It's it's like, she just like, which is wild. It's like, imagine, you know, you had a girlfriend or your, your wife and it's like, she just got slapped around by. You're already asking a lot from me, Andrew. (laughs) 
<laughs> Imagine I have a significant other that cares about me. All an right. hour ago, she got slapped around by your ex, and then you just stood there like an asshole, and then yeah. she fled, and it's like, now you're back home, you take your shoes off, and like it would be concerning if that you know that girlfriend or wife was also like now let's start making another one, one. <laughs> it's like are you sure uh so while they go off yes the bank, he should he should be like oh god this is a thing oh no she's what like, she's into she's like, for some reason i'm really feeling it and you're like i need your oh, ex that's, <laughs> that's a red flag you have any other exes in town that can slap me he's like ah oh, yes but no <laughs> i've been down this road before it never every, ends up well every time you think you find a nice girl she's like i need need your someone else that you've been with to hit me so while they go off to bang leah leah is like a keystone cop in the house because she just makes <laughs> knocking all, stuff over she's she's like mr bean <laughs> because she gets in the house she like unlocks the door apparently the code to the lock on the door is the same wasn't changed it's like okay logic or 2069 obviously (laughs) obviously she's that so she goes through valerie's purse (laughs) and she's got like she's got like tic tacs and she's setting off alarms. A- <laughs> and meanwhile we cut to the them like there's a clown horn in there for some reason yeah she's 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 got like a, a like a coffee can full of nickels and she just can't help but she's got to shake that thing. she loves yeah. it she's like oh it's a bear repellent so you shake that and you scare away a bear she uh, she, she puts things down and then she wants to take a picture so she steps backwards not not enough steps backwards again bumps into a little stand that has a bunch of glass on it glass and a big vase they catches just oh whoa, whoa, uh, oh oh <laughs> And then also she has all the sound effects on her phone turned all the way fucking yeah, up. Yeah, she's getting, Every she's getting all message. sorts of alerts. She's getting a words with friends. <laughs> Every whoop. bubble just boop, 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 ding. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I, I, I wish I knew how to turn that off. Oh, I thought, whoops. Because every time a noise is made downstairs while they're upstairs getting hot and heavy, they look at each other like, did you hear that? It's like, baby, did you feel the earth move? <laughs> uh, so while they're banging, uh, Leah goes through the stuff, finds a, finds a driver's license. This is the best she part. She should have found a slide whistle, right? <laughs> She's and like, I can't, so I can't help myself. They're getting I, hot and heavy. And then he says, did you hear that? And then <laughs> she says, yeah, I did. Adam should have had like a like a big uh, like bass saxophone. Big out. She's like, oh, I, I, I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> oh, this Vuvuzela. I just, I just, I love the World Cup. <laughs> oh my God. He got a press your luck. Uh, <laughs> he, he got board. the, he got the press your luck, uh, pinball machine in the divorce. <laughs> this, this was the one that really upset me. <laughs> All right. Just one ball. Just, I just one. Just, well, 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 three, one quarter. That's one quarter. Three so that's three balls. And then if I get a multi ball, we'll then, see what happens. Yeah, no I'm whammy, gonna, no whammy. I'm going to try and get a replay. <laughs> God damn it. Tilt, tilt my ass. That's what I say. Meanwhile, they're upstairs. They're like, that's got to be the pipes. I can't. That's it's, the it's house, the house set, settling. It's the settling. It's a house. It's like settling from what? It was built six months ago. And it's made out of cardboard. It's just. <laughs> 
in the bag of Valerie's, Leah finds a driver's license and a social security card. Andrew Who carries where around. Is your, where social is your social security card? It is not in my wallet, to be clear. Yeah. Because imagine you lose your purse or you lose your wallet. And it's I'm like, not. it's one thing to lose a driver's license, but to lose your social security card, that is a completely separate issue. Yeah. So don't carry your social security card around with you. My social security card is in the safest place. It's in your wallet. Yeah. As I asked. Yeah. I said, don't worry, me. Mark. I'll hold on to this for you. Oh, thanks, buddy. What a pal. <laughs> But she's not found out because she slips away right before they come downstairs. And then they bang in the hole in the living room. Right? She has to watch. She's like, well, she doesn't have to watch, but she's like, but she has to watch. She's like, all right, let's see. Let's see what let's see what she's dealing with. Yeah. What what I I had here. Act two. Leah goes to the address on the driver's license, which is another one of these monstrous model homes. in This movie. I'm like, how did you know it wasn't your house that you went to? It's to across honest? the street. It looks it, it, when she pulls up to it. You're just like, is she going home? Oh, <laughs> Leah breaks into this house. Uh, and then uh, there's a there's a doorbell. The, the doorbell sound goes effect. <laughs> she, she goes to the door and it's a delivery guy who brings in the package. And she opens the package and inside is kids clothing. Leah investigates the house further to find that there's a bedroom inside the house for her daughter, Emma. So she's like, oh, "Oh, it's Emma's house. (laughs) It was Emma. It was Emma all along. Drops the coffee cup, shatters everywhere. Meanwhile, the lead detective goes to interview the neighbor who uh, says that she didn't see any additional people come out of the house. Stop asking me. The neighbor also solves the crime because she's like, I watch true crime. Yeah, I, I, I found out that there were only murders in this building as well. Oh, my God. Uh, but she thinks that Kathy Reynolds, who is Valerie's name, other name, yeah. is she's the key to all this because she's like, that's the motive. It's the new girlfriend. Leah is jealous. She tried to kill her own kid. All right. I know this stuff. I, 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 I listened to cereal. Also, she came to my house and threatened me. She's crazy. Yeah. I don't like that lady. I, if I knew what house she lived in, I'd give her what for, but I have no idea. If I leave my house, I will never find it again. I had, I I asked for a red door and then the HOA said, not a chance. They said no fucking way. She's like, I'm paying 1500 bucks a month for what? So that they can water the grass? So that we can tell you how it's going to be. What the fuck? I get fined $75 if I don't pull in my trash cans before 8 in the morning. Sometimes the garbage is even gone by then. Well, then you're going to have trash for an extra week, all right? <laughs> Leah goes and... T- okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, this is where the characters start making sense. Leah tracks down a guy named Kevin. Who Kevin? Ke- Kevin? Kevin? Who we're told in about a which I had to assume is probably two pages of dialogue. Leah has to explain to Kevin and to us the audience who Kevin is, who Kevin is, and why he's important. She says, "Okay, okay, Andrew, is the is this halfway through the movie?" Just about. This is deep into the second act. This is like 45 minutes into the film. Okay. And at no point was this mentioned before. It'd be one thing if she was like, 
I've been working on this big case. Yeah. The scumbag has been doing something. And then it's like, you, maybe we saw a, a scene with him earlier where he like is dismissive and we introduce the fact that he knows information. So or maybe instead of going to a random conference, she's doing something that involves this guy. Yes. That it's like, she's piled up in work. She has to, she's, he's being tried out of state for something. So she has, she to, has go. to go testify something, yes. something, something instead. No, what we're told instead, is that we are introduced to a new character, Kevin, 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 she goes to Kevin's house. Leah is an insurance claims adjuster. Did we know this? I want to say in the first scene, she mentions what her job is. And that's why she has to go to the big business conference. Because right. they're talking about insurance claims adjusting. It, but it seemed is, like it's news a, to me. <laughs> absolutely useless tidbit. You'll never, I can't even tell you what an insurance claim adjuster does. Other than like... If I get a fat piece of shit who uh, is investigating the death of Bobby Earl, right? Yes. (laughs) Some greasy scumbag that has to do a better job than the police because he's like, money's on the line. We are not paying out. I I will find a way. No, no. Uh, Kevin's parents apparently were involved in defrauding the insurance company that Leah works for. Okay. Leah was able to uncover all of this and Kevin is attached to it as well because he tried to cover the tracks of his parents, but Leah knows that's that, it, that, that it's all fraudulent, but okay. She hasn't turned them in yet. But she knows that Kevin can find information because he's got a computer with more than one monitor. Well, he also has a keyboard that lights up. He has a keyboard that glows and he has a computer that has more than one monitor. And so she lays all this out to Kevin. And again, as (laughs) he should already know this. And as a person who, again, it's like film formatting and all this kind of stuff. It's like you there's some way you could have put this up front because we just this she just shows up at his place yes supposedly wanted by the police but she's just like strolling around she strolls in and no he's like hey i recognize you <laughs> oh yes that's it as well so he's and she like, says, oh yeah i've been on the news and he's like oh that's right you're that crazy woman and oh she's you're like boy crazy, am i crazy woman who almost murdered her kid that's right she's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i got an axe to grind with you buddy <laughs> Think about that. So she blackmails Kevin into helping her. She says, uh, even though I'm crazy, the the, uh, the the I've seen the files, baby. We can all agree I'm crazy. But I'm, now I'm accusing you I'll of stuff. Take you I down with prove. me. I will take you down with me. So you're going to have to help me find who the fuck this Kathy Reynolds person is. And so we can go from there. I got a driver's license, a social security number. So you're going to fucking help me. And he's like, Sure, whatever. Okay. Yeah, fine. All right. I didn't exist until two minutes ago when you arrived in this scene. Thank you for explaining who I am and why I am here. She. This should have just been a multiple personality thing. This should have also been Leah. We should have found out. That it would have been great. Yeah. At the hospital, Leah dresses like a nurse and puts on a mask to try and go see her kid, but is quickly found out because she's not wearing an ID badge, and so she runs away. She's also not wearing a standard medical mask. She's wearing, She's wearing a, like a paintball mask. Yeah. 
<laughs> She's wearing a uh, a Sub Zero mask. We're gonna go play airsoft later. It's blue. It's got the wraps around her head. But like a dummy, she also manages to bump into the lead detective, but then steals the lead detective's gun. Man, uh, this cop sucks. This cop really sucks. And then and then forces her forces this lead detective to drive her uh, in her car. But while they're driving, the lead detective says, look, lady, I don't want to I don't want to tell you your business. But you seem, for someone who says that they ain't crazy, you, you seem, seem kind crazy, of crazy. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want, I'm not, I don't want to talk down to you, but it's, it's, it seems kind of nuts, right? But the detective tries to talk her down. She says, look, let me help you. Okay. Help me help you. I can tell, I can pull some strings. We can put you in a psych war that isn't like constantly with the electroshock and you're biting your tongue. We're up. just going to put your head in a box. Yeah, no, we're not going to do any of that. OK, so just but you can't if you shoot me, you're not going to have that asset in your pocket. OK, yes. Leah, the car pulls over. Leah then flees from the car and runs into the park and they chase and nothing really happens. But then Leah gets away. Uh, this chase is a Keystone Cop chase. Yes, <laughs> it's like sliding like around joggers. Corners, yeah, and they're yeah. like bumping into joggers, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, excuse me." Oh, well, excuse me. Well, excuse me. And there's Leah, like, Leah has no problem weaving through joggers and uh, guys like blowing leaves in the park. But this well, detective PA's raking leaves yeah. <laughs> that like the cop is like tripping over every rake that she comes by. Yeah, she bounces off of these like pinball bumpers like Leah's, every single Leah's one. Leah's doing parkour off of trees. And meanwhile, the <laughs> cops just tripping over everything. She sees two guys with trying to walk a pane of glass. She, and she stops like, and she like tries to walk. What, uh, I'm just going to go straight. Just going to go straight cuts up her wrist really bad it's actually it's it's actually upsetting more than there's anything a else. french chef with a wedding cake just passing through orange cart gets knocked over and i'm like oh i know what that means oh that's yeah. uh, i know what that means <laughs> the cops then go talk to adam and uh, kathy reynolds the crazy girlfriend the yeah killer sure she is <laughs> in this circumstance seems pretty reasonable to me but kathy mentions that she was a foster kid to the cops which uh, this transports Adam to Denang because he just gets this faraway look. She's like, foster kid, foster, white roses, white roses. <laughs> Who He is absolutely gobsmacked that Kathy was a foster child. And he's like, well, if I don't know that about you, what else don't I know? And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, why has he been out of shape about this? Well, because it means that her her parents didn't love her, Andrew. Oh, he's like, I can't love someone whose parents didn't love them. I love them, yeah. <laughs> Get out of my sight, Oliver. But uh, he's like, I, I, you talk about your uncles and your aunts all the time. She's like, yeah, it's one of my foster parents. It's I called them uncles and aunts. Like, I don't. What's the what's the understand here? Obviously, she's like. She's hiding something crazy and she's hiding something. But in terms of this being the aha, I didn't tell you that they were murdered. Yeah. Uh, like moment of reveal. This seems very weird. That this is the one thing that would bend Adam out of shape. Uh, so also, Adam, there's so much more stacked against the wife. <laughs> yes. It's like she slapped me around. She She's been assaulting cops. She like yeah. roughed she's up a her fugitive 80, right now. Eighty-year-old nearly neighbor. killed your daughter, and he's like, "But wait a minute, but 
But you didn't have a stable home when you were you a didn't child. Have a stable home? Well, disgusting. But she's like, "What? What's the deal?" And so he's like, "Well, then, did you have a hand in this?" Which is a big, <laughs> huge leap in logic. No. She's like, "No," and she's offended about the ass, which. Yeah, rightfully so, even though we as the audience know, no, she's crazy. She's the nutty one. She did do it. But no, logically, you'd have to think like I would be offended, too. It's like, yeah, here I am. Here I am telling, you know, the person that I'm with that I I did have a bit of a rough upbringing that I was, you know, being in the foster system is not. This is not an easy task for a child to handle. And there's a stigma against it that he has just reinforced. And so I mentioned this to the cops. And then, you know, the person that I love is like, so you were a fucking foster kid? (laughs) You monster. You're like a test tube baby? No, that's not what it means. (laughs) Adam apologizes regarding this. He's like, whoops, I just get so upset when I see people coming from even more broken homes. (laughs) than the one that I'm putting my child through. And he's like, like, oh, fuck, that's right. I have a daughter in the hospital. Shit. I haven't talked to her or visited her in days. (laughs) I think think there was a message I was supposed to pick her up like last Wednesday. Oh, fuck. Uh, No, they called and said she'll be outside. And I was like, yeah, I'm on my way. (laughs) Okay, just got to slip my shoes on. And then you got all hot and bothered because you got slapped around. And then, we then one, bang. And now it's a week later. Oh, ah. fuck. She's going to be so mad. She's probably still there. She's probably fine. We'll swing by. If she's not there, there is a tasty freeze across the street. We'll get a couple cones. All right. Uh, you're going to get a dip on yours. Right. I know you like the dip. You love the dip. And oh, sorry. No, the Batman comes out today. <laughs> all right. So we're going to see that first. Nicole Kidman says it's great. She said the heartbreak feels good, so we'll feel good about ourselves. And then, really? and then, we're, then, then we swing then, over to the hospital to, to pick hospital. up. Hospitals don't close. <laughs> it's like a casino. Oh, think of we should go there. Okay. That would okay. oh, hang on. There's Hold on Morongo. a second. <laughs> I know it's like ninety minutes outside. Of it's town. far, but we go there. We go there. We play a couple hands of blackjack. Have a couple bevies. Maybe we stay overnight again. The hospital's not going anywhere. It's and not the, going anywhere. Neither is she. She doesn't care. She's going to drive a car. What are you, dumb? She was she was locked in her own room for three days. Where's she going to go? She can't figure out how to get out of her own goddamn room. You think she's going to find a way to drive somewhere? Ugh. Yeah, All I'd right, love now to let's see it. Celebrate my decision to go to a, the Batman and a casino. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Kathy's like, I'm in over my head on this one. <laughs> uh, you might. Yeah, this this was my big thing was like. There's that old thing of um, a hero is only as good as the their villain is bad, you know, like whatever that is. And it's like, why does the villain? Why is the villain the most reasonable person in this movie? <laughs> like everybody else is out of their mind, Just screaming mad. And she's like, oh, oh, no, I, I think like, I, I'd like to take care of a kid. I really underestimated the problems that would come from this. Meanwhile, Kevin, the hacker, tells Leah that Kathy is a fake. She's a fraud. As her social security number was hacked in three years ago based on the source code. Dates. This idiot probably walks around with her 
social security card in her wallet. She probably shows it off. Yeah, wherever she got it from was also a dum-dum who let this thing slip away. Leah threatens him to provide inf- more information because she's like, we got to go to the police with this. And he's like, lady, I just hacked the government and the, Gibson. the Gibson. I hacked the Gibson, right? I'm not going to hack the world. Although. Ooh, okay. All right. And then, and then we see the Batman. Okay. Then, so he, Andrew, it, I, were you, were you even aware that this guy was a hacker? Because at no point does he say, I'm in. <laughs> no, because at no point did he say, I would love to hack the Gibson. <laughs> I've always wanted. To I've hack always wanted to hack the uh, FBI. The hacker box, however, and he's like, look, I got this illegal Chinese software. We'll find who this lady is. And this is seen as a good thing. Yes. Act three. He says, I also uh, I also just stole all your money. Sorry. (laughs) It's like I have all of these bored apes. Can I offer you one? But the um, yeah, I got NFTs out my ass. I, I. I can't. It's. I don't know where they. I. I've stopped stealing them months ago, and they just keep showing just, up. They're right? replicating on they're their like own. Like fucking tribbles. Adam tells Kathy that he's looking at trying to get sole custody of the girl, Emma, because his wife is, is currently a fugitive. Obviously crazy and a fugitive and. I think she broke into my house. Uh, somebody and stole some very expensive coins. Some... That was a detail that I really yeah. love. They're <laughs> the, like, someone break... stole coins from my, your husband. My precious coins. Oh, new. <laughs> no, somebody roughed up my uh, precious uh, uh, antique slide whistle collection. <laughs> it broke a crystal vase and somebody played my, it's a, was, it was a penny whistle played by Harpo Marx. And uh, and I'm worried that someone may have may have been playing my uh, my circus organ that I paid extra money for. And my harpsichord has That's not right. been the same for weeks. I, I mean, I have there's there's the the day to day calliope that I have yeah. that I just bang out on. But then somebody touched the one. That's the antique one. You don't play that one. Uh, this gets Kathy in the mood. She's like, let's go fuck, baby. (laughs) Why don't we fuck again? (laughs) Kathy goes upstairs and they start getting hot and heavy. And this is where, you know, ladies laying the guilt trip on you as you're Uh, trying to get get a little action. She's like, uh, so we're going to bang. But first, uh, we should get married. You know, it's just, yeah, we go to the, I, Nicole Kidman's at the movie theater. Let's go. She, she's a justice of the peace. She'll do it. And then we can see, uh, a wonderful IMAX version of Dune. <laughs> the laugh a minute Dune. <laughs> They're making a sequel. It's we can get excited about it, knowing that there's going to be another one. She um she seems to confuse maritime law with uh, tribal gambling because she says we could get married at the Indian casino, and he's like, I don't. Maybe and I'm not really and then sure. They got, they got cheaper gasoline there because they don't got to pay the taxes on it. Adam says, "Look, baby, we're just having fun. <laughs> we're just having a good time here." Whoa, whoa, okay, what's the breaks? I know it's been a stressful past eighteen hours, but 
let's not get ahead of ourselves here we're both young yes seeing what's going on why do we have to put titles on things married wife husband i'm with you you're with me that's all we need to deal with kathy flips out about this and she says how dare you i've known you for damn near a fortnight two weeks Kathy flips out and storms off. Meanwhile, Kevin, the hacker, gets a hit. Finds out the husband at this point is like, boy, I know how to pick him. He's he's just leaning back in bed going, yeah, I got it. (laughs) All right. Crazy as shit. Kevin, the hacker, gets a hit and finds out that Kathy is actually a woman named Lisa, who was sent to a psych ward in North Kakalaki. Uh, which also in a leap of logic. Is that one of the stops on uh, um, Mel Blank's train ship? That's right. <laughs> North Kakalaki. Walla Walla. Kukamanga, North Kakalaki. The hacker says, well, I can't hack her medical records. That's but too much, even for me. That's 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 that place like Fort Knox. All right, that's a big. I ass. wish, I wish I could hack this local community uh, psychiatry ward. <laughs> Meanwhile, I've got the DMV and yeah, the, uh, the IRS so, the, by the balls. I got the yeah, this the Social Security Administration. I I got, I'm just digging through there. I'm just in there all day, every day, like just cookies, eating all the cookies. Yeah. Instead, they find out that she has a former doctor. That apparently has some kind of like Skype, Skype call teledoc thing. That's just one one click available to click on. Uh, that is always available, even though they're. I'm sorry, they're supposed to be in Seattle because we see the Space Needle, and this is now North Carolina. But they click the the call your doctor button on the on the computer because we can shoot these two actors separately and not have to have them in the same room. Yeah. And he picks up immediately uh, and he's like, Lisa, oh, my God, you're so crazy. Thank God you called. And they're like, we're not actually Lisa. And he's like, Andrew, when I have a scheduled teledoc appointment. Yes, I am on hold for 25 minutes. (laughs) That's the thing. This guy's in his office. He's been playing Wordle for the past 45 minutes. And he's like, (laughs) boy, seems really late today. I feel like I pop up a little early. Someone. He's thinking to himself, he's like, uh, uh, get down to lows, get down to the screening of uh, that that night movie that everyone hated. (laughs) It's I don't know why it's in a theater. I know it's on AMC. I know it's on Amazon, but I want to see it in the theater. I I, I want Nicole Kidman to sell me on it and then I want to see it again. You see her. You see her there. She's like. Uh, heartbreak is important in the theater, and so is uh, telling you wh- how comedy is made <laughs> by one smart person. And who tells you maybe we should put the camera where we see people's faces? Where we can see people's faces. Like she's a genius. Did you see this movie? You told me about we've this. Talked we about talked it. about it on the podcast. But you, you, uh, have I have you not. Seen it? I have not seen it yet. I, instead, I've been watching the Amazon Prime original series Reacher. Uh- <laughs> God, crows. <laughs> Every time he appears on screen, I have to I, I poke my girlfriend and I'm like, that's Reacher. <laughs> He's fucking huge. 
He's like eight feet tall. He's like the big show, right? Yeah, he's massive. And that's how he's written in the in the books. He's a big fucking shithouse. And he's like, that's right. I'm Reacher. And I'll kill anyone. I'm going to kill everyone and tell you how this murder took place. All right, bye. And then Reacher just leaves. And you're like, yeah, Reacher's going to yeah, reach. Good job, Reacher. <laughs> you did it, Reacher. Uh, tell those podunk cops in Georgia how to do their goddamn job. He's looking to who found out. He's trying to find out who murdered his brother, Mark. The other Reacher. <laughs> they call the former doctor and the doctor says, says, oh, yeah, that woman, the, she's you, crazy. Not doctor, as crazy as you. Doctor says you put the lime in the coconut. coconut drink them both. Drink up. Them both <laughs> it says doctor. Uh, yeah, he says, Lisa. Oh, yeah, she's fuck crazy. <laughs> I got a rash. Which Andrew... <laughs> I would love to imagine my doctor. Just, I would. I would like love to you call, just. You just. I call, call, your, I call your psychologist. I call your psychiatrist, and I'm like, uh, she's like Mark. I'm like, no, man, it's Andrew. And she's like, oh, <laughs> oh do you know Mark? Yeah, I know him. Like, yeah, what a nutcase that guy is. <laughs> Let me tell you something about you. You're not close to Mark. You're not recording a podcast series with him, are you? I mean, kinda, I guess. Oh my god, <laughs> that guy is. You're gonna hear than elephant shit. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta cut ties with Mark. You're gonna, you're gonna want to call the police on that. Let me, <laughs> dude. Do you, do you know what he's? Do you know about his personal feelings about his family? And I'm like, he's yeah, out of his money. I, I mean, he's mentioned it on the podcast. I, I can assume, but uh, you probably oh, got it's more worse than whatever you think. <laughs> I let me. I got some notes around here. Let me. Let me read hang you on, what this on. guy. Okay. All right. So he woke up crying. Oh my God! You're gonna hear what this, <laughs> this dream is about. This is so funny. This is, right, fun. this is, this this is, is actually. You know what? This is actually why. How much time? How much time do you have? <laughs> this is why he's still a patient because because crazy stuff like this. Meanwhile, I can see that. I can see that somebody somebody's on hold while I'm having this call. She's, like, she's dropping those calls. Like, <laughs> no, no, this is, but this is fun. Uh, he says, you're going to want to call the authorities on Lisa. And because uh, she escaped from a psych ward, she killed her own daughter. She has yep. this Lisa woman has had a daughter. She killed the daughter, got put in the nut house, escaped the psych ward. That nut house. <laughs> She wiggled said, right out of that uh, net. <laughs> yeah, they, the guys in the white coats trying to catch her. She was wearing a Napoleon hat at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so you know how nutty she was. Uh, but he also absolves Adam in all of this because he's like, well, if she got his, her hooks into him, she, he's probably just as deceived as everyone else was because she's nuts. So she, she was able to hide it. I don't know. I don't know how you were unable, how you were able to untangle that, that web. She, she looks so put together. I know it's crazy yeah, with the wigs. <laughs> uh, Adam, meanwhile, gets a private investigator involved, which nothing comes of this. He's like, I want you to call the, call the PI. Yeah. But then Leah also goes directly to Adam and tells him the whole story. And he's, he's like, she's like, I will look, look, I know I seem crazy, but I got news for you. Your girlfriend, she's the one that's she's crazy. also crazy. Think about that, huh? And he's like, I believe you because I made fun of her for being a foster kid. And then she got mad when she ran out to, of shape. She got mad at me when she tried to marry me. So, yeah, <laughs> she's pretty fucking nuts. She's out of her mind. She she thought that we had been, we were in a committed relationship. And that I would like to marry her so that my daughter is in a stable environment. 
And I was like, nah, baby. No, this no, is no, the no, 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 no. Yeah, you know, you know. And she was like really into getting slapped around. It was, it was just, nah, I was like, nah, 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 nah. Nah, nah, nah. You're, you're, you're nuts, baby. He believes uh, her. So Adam believes Leah, and they're worried that this woman, Lisa, is going to go after yeah. Emma, their daughter. At the hospital, while this is all happening, Lisa has shown up and is dressed up as she tells the cop at the door that she's part of Child Protective Services and she's got to go talk to this girl. And the cop's like, fuck, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Seems she's fine. Reading, yeah, Seems. she's reading a funny book. She's reading a little Lulu. She gets past the cop and into Emma's room. And then she even goes as far as like ask the cop to follow her into the room. <laughs> And then puts, helping me out with something real quick, puts a syringe in her neck and drugs the cop, which. Look, lady, if the job was just to steal the kid, like there's a thousand other ways you could have done this without without raising a lot of red flags, like nearly killing a cop. Yeah. Adam and Leah call the lead detective and they tell her everything. They say, look, we're, we're dealing we're dealing. John Doe's got the upper hand. <laughs> Like, yeah. So the husband says, don't worry, I'm not crazy. Here's the crazy <laughs> thing that's happening that my wife has convinced me of. And she's like, oh, right. Yeah. Fine. the lead detective says, look, I'm not doing anything until your ex-wife turns herself in. She's assaulted the cop. She She's on the, the run. I need her to go to jail. All right. But then the lead detective also says uh, she calls a lockdown on the hospital. Leah and Adam arrive uh, right as Lisa has pulled the fire alarm and tries to steal the kid out of the hospital. They both they all get outside. and There's this big scrum and the cops have their guns trained on, on Leah because they're like, yeah, that's that's the woman that assaulted a cop. Right. Shoot so we should kill. kill her now. Yeah. Uh, while meanwhile, while Lisa's trying to get away with the uh, with the kid, the husband says, <laughs> "Let's pull an old number seven. Yeah, let's a little little twenty three skidoo." And then they both tackle the cop. Yeah, they just run headlong into the cop, who apparently must have been distracted. Because again, if you would have just turned slightly towards the cop, just <laughs> yeah, I felt unsafe. Yeah, I felt threatened in that moment, so I killed him. Uh, so the husband tackles the cop while then Leah chases after Lisa, who has ditched the kid. And now they go run through, I assume, the same park that the cop was chasing Leah after. So she's like, <laughs> now you're in my world. <laughs> oh, it would, it would be great if they enter that park and they're just cleaning up after the last mess that they have. <laughs> same guy blowing leaves, same PAs raking. Yeah, the people with the glass, they're like, all right, the last piece broke. We're going to put this one in. And we're again, we're sorry about guy, the wedding cake. Guy stacking up oranges on the card. Second like, wedding cake. Mm. Then they they both he's like, they both missed the orange card. And he's just so frustrated. He just tips it over himself. <laughs> so Leah catches up with Kathy or Lisa at this point. Leah catches up with Lisa. They they tussle. They're 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 like, no, shoot her. She's the evil one. No, <laughs> shoot her. And then right as Kathy or Lisa is about to choke Leah to death, the cops show up and they're like, which one do I shoot? The one that assaulted me or the one that's assaulting this woman? 
And they're like, or why not both? Why not shoot both of them? <laughs> uh, there's a, <laughs> I thought there was a really funny, weird moment where, so the two women are wrestling. Yeah. The bad guy, question mark, gets the upper hand. She grabs a tree branch. Yeah. And she starts choking our hero with the tree branch. The cop comes in and says, drop the U. Drop the U. Which made me laugh because a U is a specific type of tree. So I was like, wait, is this cop an arbor arborist? Like she knows. She's like, put that sycamore down. <laughs> put that sycamore out. <laughs> Well, she drops the tree branch and she raises her hands. But then in one last effort, she tries to grab a rock and bash Leah's head. But uh, this is one step too far for the cops. And they're like, look, I'm going to kill someone. Someone's going to die. So so one shot, one kill, clean shot right through the back, which most the least realistic part of this entire movie. Because if that were the case, 17, 17, keep shooting, keep shooting, 17, 18 shots. I feel sorry for the uh, guys raking leaves in the park as well. Collateral damage. That's they had something in their hand. (laughs) They had a rake in their hand. That could have been anything. It's very dangerous. Uh, Lisa gets murked right in the back, drops dead. We then fade to Leah and Adam as they're at a picnic. And it seems like the two have reconciled. Yeah. And maybe, you know, maybe she's like, remember when that woman died on top of me? <laughs> that was hot. What uh, What are you doing later tonight? Huh? You know, we put the brat upstairs, lock the door. <laughs> Andrew, it would have been great if the daughter was like, this is the last thing that I wanted for you two to get back together because you guys were toxic together you were absolutely toxic you were ruining me you were ruining she, she's my life like, she's like i've been at that hospital for two months i was this close to being a ward of the state the best you, two months both, of my life you both forgot i existed and it was maybe yes it was the happiest two months of my I life i loved it it was the best <laughs> and now you assholes are back together i got you're to crazy watch... apart you're crazy together she's like and when I turn six, I'm going, I'm, 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 I'm going, I'm, I'm petitioning the court and I'm going I'm solo here. I am out of here. Um, and that's the end of my killer girlfriend's killer husband's, husband's killer. My husband's killer girlfriend. Mark, what did you think of this film? Andrew, this movie is really, really bad, but it was really entertaining because of how bad it was. It's, it's something like, about the ineptitude, the characters just being insane, the all actors these, swinging yes. for the fences. It just made me smile and laugh throughout. All of these Lifetime films are obviously just trash, but this one felt even more trash. And as we mentioned earlier, I'm assuming... I'm assuming they shot this in Canada because that's where all this stuff gets shot. But then at the same time, I'm also assuming this was shot either in early 2021 because if it was premiering in April, yeah, potentially it could have been shot in January. I could have been shot in March. <laughs> or it could have been shot in 2020. Shooting in the pandemic era has always been difficult. It still is difficult, to be quite honest. But uh, like, I'm curious like if if there was anything on the page 
that was excised and moved around in order to accommodate pandemic style shooting that would have made this movie coherent or better. I don't think you, I don't think you can blame the pandemic for this movie's ineptitude. It was just a lot of like people talking on phones and cars because that's easy to shoot. You don't, you don't and people screaming, just women, just people being out of their mind screaming. Because the the thing that I noticed right away was I was like, well, why don't they just ask the daughter? If what happened? Was, yes, you were. Was there a woman that was, was there? With a you? nanny there? Did it look like this woman? Okay, makes sense. I mean, the girl doesn't. She doesn't fucking know. But she should also. Yes, the she's daughter. She's not a toddler. She's the daughter like, would have. The daughter would have cleared this up because she would have said, "You got locked in your room. Who put you there? It was it your mom?" And she'd say, "No, no. it wasn't." It was some woman. It was some woman a, that I met two minutes prior. Took a wig off and said, we're, we're going to, I got to go. Uh, I might, I got to go put on another wig, kid. So go in your room. It's not like, it's not like, the, I don't, I don't know. I don't if it know. was a baby, then yes, you can't ask the baby. But this it's, is a kid exactly. which makes like five or six and able to talk. Which makes me wonder if it was supposed to be younger because also oh, like they couldn't get a baby exactly they couldn't shoot with a baby it was a baby uh because of either pandemic issues or because also they go they make great pains to avoid shooting any scenes with the kid yeah. shooting with a child is a pain in the ass because you're you if you're on a union set you owe us you owe us a studio teacher you owe a bunch of stuff and they can only shoot for three or four hours at a time. Yeah. So uh, it, I think that's also why they were writing scenes where they're like, yeah, she's fine. She's at the hospital. She's but fine, she's, but she's at the hospital. So which no is one crazy. Talk about it's like, it. I'm assuming if you had a five-year-old that was like spending the overnight in a hospital, like you would probably be there 12 to 16 hours of that day. Right. Well, do I have a, girlfriend that gets turned on when my ex-wife hits her i i in this circumstance i guess yes well then um, i mean what what am i gonna do i'm not I, a doctor I, yeah, it's, 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 i'll just get in the way <laughs> well i can't i can't put the iv in all right yeah. i'll just stare and watch i'm like you're doing great honey she she knows it. She's got there's a TV in She's there. Fine. It's like when you it's like when you uh, entertain a dog when you leave. You know, you leave the TV on a little bit. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like somebody's there with them. Yeah. Besides that, Mark, what did you think of this film? Like, what uh, would you recommend it? I mean, compared to we've only watched one other. It is not um, as good as a bride's revenge. A bride's revenge is that's that's that was something special. End. Because this also, was also entertaining. We're also told this is based on a true story, which I'm like, how? I don't, whatever. I'm assuming it's like the girlfriend involved was trying to blackmail the ex-wife. And like, that's where it ends. Instead of like, that when I they ass- say based, based on a true story, they're like, well, I heard this from someone else. <laughs> I heard this from Mark's psychiatrist. <laughs> oh boy. Which... Again, I tell you, if you get her number and you say you know Mark, she's gonna tell you a lot she's, of stuff. She's gonna she's gonna want to gab. She's like, she's like, I'd love to go home and tell my spouse about this, but there's laws involved. But you're Hippolons, just some, but you're you some click guy. on the link, so so technically it's okay. 
so would you recommend this? I, like, cause we would both recommend a bride's revenge, but would you oh, recommend yes, my, absolutely. my husband's killer girlfriend? Probably. I would say you, you can skip my kill, my husband's killer girlfriend. Yes. Uh, I, it's tepid. Cause it's, it, again, not white, crazy enough. White roses. She almost runs over that guy. Uh, kill a dog off screen. <laughs> <laughs> in a really lazy way oh my god <laughs> yeah you caught me i was snooping <laughs> i was snooping uh all right well that's gonna do it for this uh this movie in this month of love gone wrong films as we look forward to next month mark so next month is march which uh march mark it's the third month yeah so I, I don't even I don't even know why this transition is coming up based on current events. Sure. We thought it might be wise to look back at there's like three topics that made for TV movies are all about. Right. It's like biopics, My killer ex-wife biopics. Oh, like lifetime horseshit. Horse and then World War Three. There's oh. such <laughs> there's such a persistence about discussing World War Three and made for TV movies. And considering we seem to be on the precipice, (laughs) 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 might be worthwhile to go back and look at some major and not so major made for TV films about the potential of a third world war. Obviously, we started this podcast looking at the day after. So that's where to God, Andrew, if you're going to make me watch the one with the alien invasion (laughs) and Q (laughs) and you're like, technically, there is now, a now world technically, if there's a war, and it's not necessarily the third one, and that they're humans fighting humans. But no, we're not watching Invasion America or whatever the uh, warning. Inv- fuck, I, or, or early, early warning without warning, without, without warning. warning. No, in in fact, we're going to start with an actual good film, Mark. I promise you. <laughs> Doubtful. Uh, from 1990 which would have been one of the last films to uh, to to have the right to be able to talk about the Soviet Union the until, yeah. until 2022, I guess. Uh, we're watching this from HBO, and it's entitled By Dawn's Early Light. We are under attack. We certainly wouldn't fire a missile at the Soviet Union. Now, who the hell did? Four people. Oh, my God! Three minutes. If we don't hit them hard and hit them now... We may never get a second chance. In this one, sir, there are no military geniuses. Two choices. The fate of this planet may be riding with you. One chance for survival. An all-star cast in the HBO original movie by Dawn's Early Light. Premieres May 19th. Mark, this cast is stacked. Powers Booth. I love Powers Booth. Darren McGavin. That's a name. Rip Torn. Oh. Martin Landau. Wow. James Earl Jones. My God. Rebecca DeMornay. She's a star. Do you need it? Peter McNichol. <laughs> Do you need any more names? Peter McNichol. Um... Vigo, mostly Vigo. Where are you from? The Upper West Side. That's right. It's we're watching by Dawn's Early Light 
from HBO, 1990s, from By Dawn's Early Light, next time here on TV Movie Night. But before then, you can always go back and listen to past episodes by going to soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a review there. You can subscribe to us on Spotify. Janusz Janusz is his character's name. That's correct. Mine and Vigos. Mostly Vigos. Who's this guy? Spray him down. Oh, it's great. He's the shining point. He's the best part of Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. It's a weaker film than the first one. Spotify. You can follow us there. You can leave a review there. You can also follow us and listen to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. You can also follow us at Facebook.com forward slash TV movie night. And you can email us at TV movie night podcast at gmail.com. All that information and more soundcloud.com forward slash TV movie night podcast. Mark, is there anything else? Andrew. What am yes. I holding up? You're holding a $5 bill. $5 says Comrades of Summer is a better movie than By Dawn's Early Light. Uh, I'll take that bet. <laughs> it's got ripped horn in it, Mark. Uh, the guy, yeah. The, guy, the, guy's a, the guy's a scumbag. We know he's a scumbag. He's, he'll probably be smoking a pipe. Like, <laughs> Does it have Joe Montana uh, yes. as Joe Montana? <laughs> Well, you said you said Comrades of Summer. You did not say anything about. Uh, <laughs> I was a teenage Faust. It's it, it's it's so stacked. Mark Martin Landau plays the president of the United States. All right, oh. he's going to show up and he's going to be he's going to do he's going to do snips snips. Let's let's hear him call Woodrow Wilson a <laughs> cocksucker. 